So our next guest on the Building a Stomping Ground podcast is an incredible human being. She knows how to make everyone feel welcomed and heard. She has an extensive background in working with camps and schools, and we were so very lucky to have her help leading the Big Time program this past summer. She is a ton of fun and finds a way to access the most wacky and silly aspects of camp, as well as the big ideas and conversations central to what we do. Her name is Squeaks. Yes, you heard me right, Squeaks. And she's about to blow your mind. One, two, three. Tell me something good. Maddie. The pizza fingers we had last night. <laughs> the sound of pizza. You don't have pizza fingers. All right, again. Tell me something good. Okay, uh, go ahead, Piper. Wendy. Wendy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome again. Here we are for another episode in the Building a Stomping Ground podcast, season two, where we're focusing all on staff, staff from every different department, field, area, and camp that you could imagine, from the kitchen to the campgrounds to Nana's role. I mean, you've heard it all so far. And today we're joined by one of my dearest and closest friends that I was able to meet in summer 2021. I love this person so, so, so much. They go by a nickname. I don't know if they'll disclose their real name today. I'm going to leave that up to them, but they're amazing. I'm going to hype them up a bunch this episode. Just just get ready for it, just for a gush fest. But we are joined by none other today than Squeaks. Squeaks, how are you? I'm doing well, Ray. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm doing so good, my friend. It's like, <laughs> This doesn't even work. This is just catching up with a with a great homie. Squeaks, tell us a little bit about how you got affiliated with camp to start. Kind of give us a little bit of your backstory. Yeah, um, I mean, I've been doing summer camp since about 2016, I believe, but I could have that number a little wrong. Um, I started out with Camp Dragonfly Forest, and that was affiliated with my pre-health fraternity that I was in in college. Um, so just kind of a fun little side summer thing to do was being a medical intern, but then I fell in love with camp. And then I just kind of hopped around and came to Camp Tall Tree after that. And that's where I met Laura. And then later on, I met Jack there. And I had a camp crush on Camp Stopping Ground for a very long time. (laughs) Always wanted to go, always thought it was so cool. And like the ideas were so just awesome and really cool how much energy was put into Camp Stomping Ground. So I always wanted to go. And then I was becoming a teacher. And as I was learning about teaching, I just had all these ideas popping back in my head that was like stomping ground, stomping ground, stomping ground. Mm -hmm. And it felt like a little bit more urgent. Like I needed to go to see what was a different way to approach working with kids. And then, yeah, I just asked if I could come and Laura's heck yeah and so I ended up coming and it was it was amazing (laughs) oh my gosh I remember some of our prior conversations because I was helping Clee with the interviews for the 2021 staff and I remember one of our follow-up calls and speaking of camp nicknames which are probably a whole nother episode needs to be dedicated to like how one acquires one but I just (laughs) remember when we were calling you squeaks and I was like do you want to be called squeaks this summer is this like something you want and you said no I, I I think I want to be called bug and I was like, <laughs> I on the phone being like, okay, that's cool. Like, 
I'm with it. Like, I, I don't know you at all yet. I don't know your sense of like humor. So I'm just like, this person wants to be called bug. I think we're, we're with it. We're like, we're welcoming it in. And then five minutes after the call, you, you like <laughs> texted me back and you're like having what seemed to me like an identity crisis of just like, I don't want to be bug. I don't want to be bug. I hate it. I hate it. I'm, I'm squeaks. And I was like, okay, yes, yes. But you've had, you, <laughs> you've been squeaks for a while. Talk about really briefly the, the acquiring of a camp nickname and, and what that, that process is like. Do you like your camp nickname? I do because yeah. hearing you say squeaks, I'm kind of brought back into my camp mode and mm-hmm. camp has just this energy behind it of showing up in some kind of authentic way, but also a way it's kind of a testing ground for who you want to show up as that summer. And so squeaks to me is like a name of growth and a name of a time that's challenging and kind of, you know, figuring out myself. And I love that I get to revisit that each year. So having a camp name for me is like very special. My first camp nickname was Toasty. And it was kind of like a forced nickname. Me and my friends were like, we all have to have nicknames. We're doing this camp thing. We need to have one. And so mine was bestowed upon me as Toasty because I didn't like my bagels toasted. So kind of an ironic thing, but it didn't stick. And so if it didn't stick, then it's just not your name. And so I went to my next camp and another friend of mine, she was playing a game with me where you drop a sheet in between. You have to yell the person's name out across from you. And she yelled out, squeaks! And I also didn't know her name at the time. So I just kind of was there with my mouth open. Just like, I don't know. Uh Um, And then, yeah, my friend Flip started calling me squeaks. Everyone started calling me squeaks. And it just stuck. And so I think it's less about like how you get it because some people just own it and they say I Mm -hmm. I want this name and then people are like yeah that's you or if it's just bestowed upon you and it feels like it sticks I think it's more about sticking than about where the origin comes from yeah right right but squeaks (laughs) I want to we're we're talking about stories this this season and I want to get into some stories I actually had the chance to work with you a lot this summer and the rest of the teen directors and doing big time in CIT. And I think this episode will be a lot of fun for both staff that might want to work in that program, but also future teen campers that want to hear more about these programs. So thinking back on big time this summer specifically, which you helped lead, what what's like a story that sticks out for you? What's one that you can't stop kind of sharing with friends as you've made your way back home? So many just pop up at random times. Where I'm like, this one time at camp. And <laughs> so I'd say the whole summer, so wonderful. But something I think about when a group of the teens got together and just kind of, I love when they do things on their own. Like I'm not leading the game. They're leading the game with each other or something just fun happens that they all roll with. Um, yeah. I love those moments at camp because you can really just see like, this is a moment that you're going to think about when you go home. Yeah. And this is maybe something you'll remember when you're an adult. And so I just remember them getting up on the picnic tables in the dining hall and doing (laughs) doing kind of what we do in the morning and yelling like tell me something good and then at the nighttime and so they kind of just had their own moment together and were checking in with each other and it was very inclusive the whole group they were making sure everyone was participating and just to see like some of the kids who kind of are on the edges smiling and participating Mm -hmm. in this group moment was really cool yeah, they did that a bunch, a bunch. I'm remembering that very well. Can you speak a little bit to like why you think it's so cool and, and impactful when kids, teens, or campers decide to lead things on their own? Yeah. So 
when we go into summer camp and we're doing all our training, it feels we, like we have all this responsibility on ourselves. And we do to keep kids safe and provide this fun experience and all these things. But that's not just on us. And we really center ourselves in that story to start with. And then once the kids get there, we see that we can actually what it means to center them in that moment. And so when you see someone, a camper taking on a role as a leader and centering themselves, just empowering that moment and be like, yeah, go. I remember like someone turning to me and be like, can we get on the tables? I'm like, heck yeah, get on the tables. (laughs) Like center yourself, be the star. Um, And that's so important when you're a kid to really center yourself because so much of the world isn't going to center you, um, whether it be just for the structures that are in place or whether it be for safety or kind of the unknown that exists. And there's a lot of unknown in centering kids and centering campers and Mm. leaning into that at camp is really special and fun. And the moment when they can feel very powerful and feel like they have autonomy over that moment and they have time to shine and the people behind them to support them in that moment of shining, they're not going to fall in that moment. Gosh, I don't know about anybody listening right now, but I could listen to Squeaks explain the theories behind stomping around, let alone even outside of stomping around, just working with kids in general all day long. Squeaks, thank you so much for being here again. I love that. I love, I love so much of what you said. But talk about a time in the teen program this summer that might have been a little bit more challenging. It might have been a little bit more difficult to work through, but maybe looking back on it, you feel grateful to have like grown in that moment with the kids or looking back, you're still thinking about it critically in this way. And it, it still sits in your brain as like, as I'm moving forward the rest of my life and how I'm going to do things like I think about this time. Is there a moment like that this summer that kind of comes up for you? Once again, so many moments. Um, <laughs> the whole summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I-, I talked about it a lot this summer about the depth of experience. And, you know, there's these bright shining moments, and they can only shine if they if there's something to kind of contrast them and the depth moment of figuring out what the whole picture looks like. And definitely in the teen program, something I grappled with a few different times, and I I actually won't mention um, exactly what the experience was and more I'll talk about the feeling that goes around it. And I experience it in every session, which is what's so interesting in the different forms that it showed up in each session. And that's the idea of trusting someone fully and putting trust in our campers. And then that moment when mistakes are made and a little bit of trust is lost. And that can feel very personal. And because it's a personal moment to kind of trust someone, you're kind of handing them your heart for a second and saying, hey, can you hold on to this? I trust you with this at this moment. And then if someone breaks that trust a little bit, you really have to get authentic and show up in that moment and be like, okay, my trust was lost. This is how I'm feeling. And it happened in every session in some kind of way. And just thinking about those moments, like how campers felt when I was really honest with them, like, this is how I'm feeling. It kind of, you could see it in their eyes, like, whoa, I forgot that there's this other person who took on the responsibility of keeping me safe this summer, who also cares about how I interact with my peers at this place and how this impacts the community, who's going to hold me accountable right now, and we're going to hold each other accountable. And then just like how we move forward from that after what feels like something personal just happened and Mm -hmm. realizing that we all have our own personal perspective on that moment. I think it's different talking with teenagers than when I've talked with kids 
in that I remember being a teenager and feeling like the whole world was looking at me. Mm. And I think that is a really intense feeling when you're a teenager. And that's kind of what I've gathered from this summer. And we can look at research studies and see that too, that that feeling is amplified during that time. And because of that, when you show up in a circle and you have this authentic conversation with someone of, oh, I made that person feel like this, and this is how they made me feel. It's a really challenging time, and it's always a challenging time, but it's really challenging when you feel like the whole world is looking at you, and this person's upset with you for some reason. And then I just remember also being a teenager and not necessarily being able to show up completely authentically in that moment. And rather being able to see the experience and what's happening, kind of just feeling your own feelings in that, less being able to put yourself out into the moment to see like, this is what happened and this is how we can go, go forward with that. This one's for the teen campers. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Ray breaking up your scheduled program to give you a brief shout out to the teen programs we run each summer. Okay, okay, here we go, here we go, really, real fast. Big time. This program stands for Belonging, Individuality, Growth, Teens Initiating Magical Experiences. It's the first level up out of being a camper and understanding what it means to live in community with others and be a leader and a voice in that community. Okay, next level up, we have the CITs, Counselor in Training. If you wanna work at Stomberg on one day, this is the program for you. Okay, and speed round, next one, last one is Arts Fest. Arts Fest happens two weeks every year. If you're a teen, you've already heard this before. It's a great program to access the arts at camp. You can make it happen. If you're a teen, there's tons of program offerings for you. Go check it out on our website. Teens, 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 we love you guys. We'll catch you soon. One of my favorite things watching you do your thing this summer with Big Time and all the teen programs in general, and it's one thing that I think we have some of the most opportunities to do when we're with the teens. Sometimes it's, there's too many opportunities, but I want to focus on some of the magical experiences that were made specifically by like your orchestration or facilitation or ideas. Think back into some of these big magic moments. Maybe I know we talked about this a lot this summer. There were, there were times that fell outside of the norm and it sounds like the story you were telling before standing on the picnic table might've been one of them, right? Like it fell outside of the, the activity blocks that you were running whatever but think back to another one another time where you saw this big magic and and what that kind of meant to you yeah once again so many moments I feel like big time is kind of this time where you're like how many big magic moments can I fit (laughs) into a 24-hour period how many times can I blow the socks off these kids with how many snacks we can give them and like how many just kind of moments to be like whoa I'm at camp and this is really wild and cool so I really loved the pirate ship sleepover that we did just because it it was something that was begged for (laughs) like when it finally happened everyone's like yeah that was so fun and I loved kind of the uber eats (laughs) wildness of going on like a little adventure with you on the walkie-talkie on the other end kind of (laughs) leading us to where our uber eats was and then a thunderstorm happens in the middle. So, you know, big magic yeah. from Mother Earth as well. Well, gosh, I'm like being cognizant of the time, but Squeaks, this has been so much fun. Again, we might we might have to have you on for like one of the Inspiring Radical Empathy episodes and have you and Laura just like hash it out over something big and amazing because I think you're so good at that. But 
it's also just fun to talk about some of these great stories from the summer. As we kind of wrap up here and, and get towards the end of this episode, one thing that we've been asking other staff that have come on to share is a piece of advice, one, two lines, whatever you want it to be, that you would share with somebody filling your shoes. To remember to slow down and listen, because um, that's the really important things are happening in those slower moments where you take a break to just listen. Just <laughs> That is amazing. Thank you so much. We hope you have a great rest of your year. We we love you and adore you so much. Weeks and uh, don't be a stranger, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know, I know. All right, everybody. Au revoir. Goodbye.